We're live. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with the Thursday edition of Stay Cash and Show. I am joined by the very refreshed and vibrant Bill Rupp. Uh, Evan, you seem fine. And me and Rackets, I think we're the only two people uh, at four deep awake at 830 in the morning talking to each other in our Discord <laughs> about tenant. That's dedication, Rackets, because when you go to other sites, you can't even get in touch with the content providers, right? And they'll only pop in if there's a lot of people in there. At our company, the subs disappear and the content providers just hang out all night. Yeah, exactly. All the subs went away and I was like, all right, I'm just going to bet tennis all night. I mean, you you could tell we were falling asleep for like 40 minute increments because I'd write to you and then you'd respond an hour later <laughs> and I'd respond a half hour later like we're dozing in and out. I, I, I actually... Just, I, I kept, Go going to the I kept going to the recliner. I was like, I can't even sit at the computer anymore. Oh, this dude, is I was fucking just, ridiculous. The, the only thing is my hip is in so much pain. It's in more pain than I've been in in my life the last three days. So I can't sleep anyway. So uh, I, I wake up every hour in pain, so it actually helped. But I went to sleep when Andrew Murray was down 2-0, and I woke up as he was winning in the fifth set. So that was I can track exactly how long I slept for. I slept for two and a half Andrew Murray sets. Dude, uh, that was the craziest match I think I've seen, uh, at least all tournament. But Andy Murray, it was a, Andy Murray's longest match of his career, and he's had a lot of matches, a lot of long yeah, matches. Yeah, he career. plays long matches. That's like so. One of his I think things, yeah. that was the eleventh time he's come back from a being down o two in a Grand Slam. Um, just some fucking hero shit right there. You See, I was I was hours. I was shit in my pants because my big parlay. Uh, Bill, I did the thing that we spoke about. I didn't do Djokovic 3-0 because he always tanks a set for shitty people to blow the Vegas odds because everyone he does 3-0. He, do he does it every time, and he, he always has some weird injury in those matches too that he fights through. But I actually did uh, for the subs the Djokovic minus 8.5 alt line, which worked out because he basically won everyone 6-1 and then lost the second one in the tie break. So uh, fun night for Wimbledon, uh, Wimbledon, Australian Open last night. I can't wait till this narrows down to less people rackets so we could actually fucking get some sleep and <laughs> they start starting them at normal times. Yeah, but, uh, exactly. Silly Billy Rupp, how are you doing today? Pretty good. Wow, I just talked a lot there with rackets and that's all you got. <laughs> yeah, like, Bill's Kanye, back on mute. He's like, fuck it. Canyon. Uh, <laughs> he's talking on mute now. You want to take the mute off or no? You just want to keep talking like you that? You muted yourself somehow. I see a mute. I just let him go. This show's going to be so much better. I didn't, like I didn't this. mute myself, so I don't know what happened there. <laughs> I don't know. I His it. mic was red. It was gone. Yeah, it was red. It was muted. Yeah, I didn't do it. Evan, um, are you sabotaging Bill Rupp and muting him so you don't have to hear from him? I didn't touch it. So it was. It was yeah, I mean, I'm looking at, at lines of sports, so I have no idea. All right. Evan Hand, how are you feeling? Doing pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Doing very well. Uh, great day yesterday. Phenomenal day uh, for college basketball. Uh, yesterday, I was 4-0 on Max Betts. Gave out the Twitter freebie. Missouri got to block about five or six people. It's my favorite thing in the world now. I don't I don't give the trolls a platform anymore. I just block them because they're obviously just trying to engage. So when Missouri was down 10, I was getting all this hate. Block, 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 block. And now they don't get any more free bets. And then Missouri wins. So uh, that was phenomenal. Uh, I think I won like 35 units yesterday, silly Billy. I split tennis. Uh, swept hockey, swept max bets, and then I think I was four and one or five or four and three on the G spot plays. So, uh, how have you been doing? You've been winning money lately. Yeah, I mean, I gave everybody a first basket prop on Monday that cashed. Um, my NBA has been killing it. Uh, hit another parlay yesterday. Um, you hit so Joker first basket too yesterday, didn't you? Yep, just keep uh, going along. I mean, I hit a tennis bet too. 
And uh, I lost a parlay on tennis by Zverev. He just lost. Crazy. He was yeah, awful that, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. The, Momo, Momo was, the Momo kid was lit up. Uh, I actually hit Rackets a uh, uh, Augut late. Uh, I hit that. Oh, uh, he was one. down 2-0 There's been a lot of comebacks. Really yeah, he was down 2-0 and I hit it. It was the same type of thing. So uh, Australian Open's been fun. Uh, we're rocking over here. We're absolutely fucking smashing. Who we got coming on today? Howie coming on? Howie will be here, yes. Howie will be here. All right. What do you want to talk about first? Well, I think we have to talk about what's what's happening in the NFL. There's 10 teams who need an offensive coordinator, and this leads into Byron Leftwich, who just got fired. Trash. Uh, I, I hear you have a tirade about him. And also uh, he's trash. The, uh, the Ravens' offensive coordinator just got fired. So as of now, the 10 teams that need an offensive coordinator – Ravens, Bucks, Chargers, Commanders, Titans, Rams, Jets, Patriots, Colts, Cardinals. You missed the most important part of that whole thing, offensive coordinator thing, Evan. What's that? What's that? The Jets are the favorites for Nathaniel Hackett. Which would oh. then so so no, yes. I, yeah, dude, no, yep. all right, all right. So let me let me help you and hurt you here. Okay. <laughs> I just saw his face. Yeah, uh, yeah, I heard I, that. I'll too. kill myself. Right. <laughs> let, let me give let me first of all, it's the worst news in the history of the fucking world. Let me give you two let me give you two glimmers of hope here. For the Jets, okay? Because the Jets are actually a very hot spot for coordinators and coaches to go because of how good the defense is and Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall coming back and Elijah Moore. Like, there's weapons there, right? Uh, and pretty much what it looks like, e, Nathaniel Hackett, who's a complete hack, uh, never did anything. He's garbage. But he was Brett, uh, Brett Favre. I always call Aaron Rodgers Brett Favre. He was Aaron Rodgers' offensive coordinator over at Green Bay. So there's a lot of rumors that the Jets are trying to bring in Hackett to then get Rodgers, too. So would you be happy if we got stuck with Hackett, but it landed us Aaron Rodgers? No. Okay. The other thing is that the Ravens offensive coordinator That's, who stepped down going. should be also considering the Jets, in which case they're thinking Lamar Jackson may be coming to the Jets with his offensive coordinator. So it looks like the Jets have combo coordinator quarterback situations that they're eyeing up. This is what I was just going to lead into also as my next topic. Those, those uh, talks are heating up about Lamar going to the Jets. And especially when we have an offensive coordinator position open, if they bring Greg, Greg Roman in, mm -hmm. I would not. Because Greg Roman Lamar. stepped down, right, guys? He didn't get fired, right? He stepped down. Correct? Um, yeah. I don't know. He said if, he, if he I, says, I think he was the only one that actually stepped down, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Rappaport um, said it, uh, Ravens offensive coordinator Greg Roman is leaving the organization. Yeah, I think he's stepping down. So that, that gives a lot of credence. We know Lamar wants out, Bill. Uh, Greg Roman looks to have stepped down. That could be a pretty seamless, you know, Roman Lamar package. Do you like that for the Jets if that were to happen? I could give two shits about the Jets. Cool. Awesome. Rackets, what do you think? <laughs> I go Rackets right as he's hitting the bong. <laughs> Fuck it, Bill. He's like, I don't give a shit. I mean, he doesn't even realize. Like, Bill literally thinks this show is like just him and me on the phone. Doesn't realize it's for like <laughs> so an audience. Funny. Like, everyone's talking about it on Twitter. It's trending. But if Bill doesn't care about it, fucking... No one's talking about it on my Twitter. <laughs> yeah, There's only about like fucking... two, three thousand people who listen to this. So yeah, I mean, yeah, your, your, your Twitter is fucking pimple poppers and fucking uh, political no. conspiracy stuff all of a sudden. No, um, my Twitter. I tweeted about the the guy on Philly who had to wear the gay pride. We'll get to um, that. We'll get yeah, to that. Yeah, that's coming. That's coming. That's coming. That's coming. I got some interesting stuff for that. I get a good headline for that. But. uh the Byron Leftwich Talk thing. Talk to me about the fucking Jets, right? We're really? talking to you about fucking but football you're teams. Not, you're going to get me pissed off because we're talking <laughs> about the Jets who aren't even in there and the fucking Giants 
who fucking play two minutes down the road from our house or in the playoffs. And you want to talk about the stupid fucking giant Jets? Whoa. Don't come to me with Jets. You want to talk about the Giants? I'm here. Let's talk about the Giants. <laughs> You're going to fucking win Sunday. What do you, what do you think? I fucking told everybody. Hey, what, the Vikings, the Vikings, the Vikings are so good. Look, they won all these games. Fuck the Vikings. How do you see it going this week? Win. Okay. Ask We're Iconic good. how he feels about the Vikings. We're good now. We... Daniel Jones, MVP. <laughs> I actually do think the Giants win this week. Um, this, I think this is a, I think this is a complete, I think it's a horrible matchup for Philly right now. I think there's two teams that are being completely overlooked right now. And obviously one of them I'm biased on and one of them I'm biased against because I hate the Giants because I'm a Jets fan. So for me to say, I think the Giants win, that says more than me saying the Bengals win. So we'll talk about those two games coming up uh, when we do the previews. But uh, I think we're going to see uh, the Bengals and the Giants both uh, steal a victory this weekend. Uh, we will talk about some bets that we're looking at early preview coming up later in the show. But uh, I did want to talk about the Byron Leftwich thing and how everyone's playing the race card now, Bill, with Byron Leftwich. Like, he was fired because he was black. No! He was hired because he was black. Byron Leftwich sucks. He stinks. Byron Leftwich has always sucked. He's been fucking terrible. He only got hired because he's black. He's not getting fired because he's black, because everyone's looking at Leftwich and going, how did he not get a head coaching job two years ago? Why? Because he had a good offense with Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones. I mean, that fucking team, the best defense in the NFL, that team was fucking unstoppable that year. You don't get credit for that. What's happened since they lost Gronk and since they lost a couple pieces and a lineman or two, that team has gone to fucking shit. They run on first down every time. Now they fucking gave up on that and just throw the ball every single play. So now they throw. I mean, that was, Tom Brady threw the ball 66 times. Well, He's 56 years old. When I saw that bet of over 42 and a half. Yeah, you smashed uh, that. I was like, this is going to be the easiest bet in the world. Uh, dude, he, he he's the ball terrible. Here's the, here's the Tampa Bay offense. Have a weak line, run the ball directly up the middle, get no yards. Mike Evans either runs a stop a, a curl or a go. That's it. He runs in a fucking straight line. His route tree is like this. That's his whole entire. Passes the four nut. <laughs> yeah, that, that's his whole entire route tree. One, two, three. That's his whole route tree. And Chris Godwin gets off the line and either runs a slant or a crossing route. That's it. You're right. That's their whole offense. Evans Evans gives up on his routes all the oh, time. The, I've said it for years. Evans the laziest person in the entire league. He's the worst route runner in the entire league. That's NFL. why when you were looking at it, I was watching some of the replays of that game. I'm like, what is Tom Brady? Who's even throwing it to? And then I seen some of the play. Like, Evans just stopped running. Pretty much almost every Brady interception, Evans gave up on his route. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fucking insane. Where Evans dropped the ball, where it could have been a touchdown, and I would have. Well, I, I said Evans. Evans plays like he's uh he's playing football in a swimming pool, you know, like he just goes up and wherever he is, that's where that's he lands. The only that's the routes it. he can run, that's or it. just straight out run, just run and catch the ball. That's there it. is zero creativity to that team. There is zero creativity to that offense. Yes, Brady's like all of a sudden Brady's over the hill. Brady's washed. Well, I mean, he's a year removed from fucking being like the best quarterback in the NFL, according to everyone. Brady was never, never had a cannon over those two or three years. He just had the right weapons and the right plays being called. When you have all those weapons, Byron Leftwich sucks. 
And Todd Bowles' rackets is the single worst coach in NFL history. Yeah, Evan, I should kick to actually. Evan, he was our coach. He's the worst coach ever. The second worst coach ever behind Adam Gase. I'll give you that. At least Adam Gase was like a little smart. He was just a fucking sociopath, psychopath, like weirdo. But Todd Bowles is horrific. He's dog shit. Dude, dude do you wonder why the Bucks are falling apart? They're the most woke team in the entire NFL. They have uh, they they fired Arians because Brady didn't like him. They hired a terrible black head coach. They have a terrible black uh, offensive coordinator, and they have three women on their defensive staff. They have like their head trainer, a defensive line coach. Like, listen, I am all for it. I love Mike Tomlin. I love Flores. There's a lot of black coaches I would love to have. Todd Bowles and fucking Byron Leftwich are not fucking one of them. I promise nope. you that. <laughs> Rackets, right? No, nope. it doesn't it... matter race, dude. No, nope. like, the Colts did the Rooney Rule thing, and they got all the they they've been doing the the candidates all week, and like I'm just looking I'm, I'm looking at some of the guys that they interviewed, and I'm just like, you have no chance. No like, chance. You, <laughs> you have no You're chance, bro. Dude, listen, the best coach in all of sports right now, in my opinion, is Tang from Kansas State. Like I'm obsessed with that dude. He's a monster. So it has nothing. You don't have to be a great. This isn't a race thing. I don't give a fuck about race. If you're a good coach, if Mike Tomlin wanted to come to the Jets, bring it on. If uh, even the enemy, I think the enemy's good. I think the enemy deserves a crack. He's been there he's under one Andy Reid. He's one of the guys that I would love. Flores is fucking amazing. I thought he was a genius over there with Miami. He was putting up numbers before they even had Tyreek and any weapons. So there's a ton of great black coaches, but the two on the Bucks are not one of them. Those were complete <laughs> social justice hires. Todd Bowles on the sidelines every game is just like like a wax figure. He doesn't move. I imagine he talks like, hey, guys, you're doing a great job out there. Here, dude, let's do a little better. I don't have any plays to make it better, but let's do better. <laughs> oh, they're fucking disaster. I'm so glad Lafrich got fired. And, Bill, like we were talking about, there's 10 head coach <laughs> offensive coordinator opening. There's 10 offensive coordinators who were just fired. They're just going to switch teams. That's it. Yep. They're just going to pass them around. You'll see LaFleur on one team. You'll see fucking, you know, they'll just fucking swap them. Left Witch will be the OC for this. They're like, they'll just fucking move them all around. They just recycle garbage in this league. It's fucking unbelievable. Uh, what else we got here on the football front before we pivot over to the, uh, the Flyers thing? Uh, just the last thing about offensive coordinators. I saw a report that uh, I guess Elijah Moore in week six, when he got zero targets, he told uh, Mike LaFleur to go fuck himself. So that just, just got leaked. I mean, I told Mike LaFleur to go fuck himself that week, too. Didn't we all? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine having Elijah Moore and never getting him the ball. Stupid. Like, how is that even possible, dude? This kid was a – he was Garrett Wilson two years ago. Like, he was a star. Like, I mean, it's it's unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable what's going on here. Bill, you sent a tweet that went mini viral for you. Your little uh, Flyers tweet that tried to make uh, – what was the dude's name on the Flyers? Ivan Provorov. Provorov, I gotta go buy his jersey too. Uh, you I would love to. to buy it. I know that was the lead-in right there, Bill. You should have just said you can't buy his jersey because they sold out. Well, I don't want to take your thunder. You told me. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But uh, the uh, Provorov situation, I have so many things to say on this. So they wanted the Flyers to wear this rainbow fucking jersey before the game, and he said no. He's like, it's against my religion. Um, I'm not wearing it, and everyone lost their fucking minds. Like people on Twitter went batshit. Because he wouldn't wear the jersey. And Bill sent out a tweet. Bill, tell us how you felt about that. I think it's ridiculous. Um, listen, I said you could be whatever you want. You could be LGBTQ plus minus circle apostrophe. If you want to be a rock. Nailed it. Nailed it. 
want to be a toaster oven. What if you want to be the rock? If you want to be a tree, identify as a um, a cat, mm -hmm. whatever you want to do. But don't tell other people that they got to wear stuff like that to support you. Yes. Like, I, that's, that's not America. This is not the United States. This is not what we do in America. That's not how it goes. That's It's up to him. And for people who are... And everybody who's are yelling at him and shit like that. They don't they don't even believe that, bro. They just his team his teammates don't his teammates are fine with it. 90% of the country agrees with him. Yep, they just want yeah, no wonder why his jersey sales went through because all the people who don't say anything are the ones, you know, who are buying the How do you think Trump got in office? Right. The silent majority fucking is is what really runs this country. It's just these fucking screaming bleeding heart liberals are the loudest, right? So they want the cloud of looking like a good person. And the bottom line is this is where you started. I mean, it started with the BLM shirts, and that's when I started throwing a fit, and everyone was like, oh, you're racist. No, 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 no. Listen, if they're going to wear sponsors that they're getting paid for that's part of the team, okay, fine. If you're going to wear companies on there, I would be fine with an athlete not even wearing a company if uh, – like, like uh, you ever see Ted Lasso? Any of you guys? When the, when the black kid, the soccer player, refused to wear the Lufthansa – logo or something because they were legally drilling in Africa or something and hurting his people. Like, obviously it's a movie. I'm all for a player taking a stand like that. If you have a social stand that means morally something to you, you should be able to take it. Once we start forcing athletes to basically be propaganda and props to push social or political issues, then we got a problem. There shouldn't be any race stuff. There shouldn't be any sexuality stuff. There shouldn't be any political stuff. There shouldn't be any vaccine oh. stuff. There should shut be none and, of it. Shut up and skate. Yeah, that's that should not even that should not even be an issue. Shut up and skate. But uh, the best part is he fucking faced all this heat. Evan, you can't buy his jersey. They sold out of his jerseys everywhere. They are sold out of his jerseys. Um, that's fucking awesome. There's also I saw this uh, on Twitter. There's a left wing apparently NHL Network analyst who's telling Provorov if he doesn't want to wear the jersey, he can go back to Russia and fight Ukraine. Yeah, okay. I, I'd like to see... That. Who is this, a journalist? Um, EJ Hrodic. Why don't they tell EJ Hrodic to go fight hockey player Provorov before he tells Fobrov to go fight for fucking Russia? These fucking idiots. They're so fucking stupid. Here's the thing. You want to know what's the biggest bullshit? This is like WNBA 101. Bill, where were they wearing these jerseys? In the warm-ups. Warm-ups! Who the fuck's watching warm-ups? Warm-ups aren't even on fucking TV! The hockey isn't even on fucking TV. Basically, the only people that'll see it are the fucking 20,000 people in the fucking arena. They're, no one's fucking seeing it. So this is the hockey. The NHL was copping out. If you really want to take a stand for LGBT, LG, whatever the fuck, the alphabet, rights, then fucking make them wear it during the game. I, I thought it was like a game jersey. No, it's and a warm-up. So yeah, then when I saw it was warm-ups, I'm like, what? I'm like, They're not even trying. Because they're like, they wear this during warm-ups so that we can get the alphabet people to leave us alone. It's like when LeBron's on the first page of his book. Yeah. <laughs> they do all them different jerseys, like the colorways to yeah. sell more. So I thought maybe... They sell a hundred of them. This is just a warm-up. I thought this was like a sales thing, but... It wasn't even a, a thing. So ridiculous. That was just the NHL pretending to care. The NHL doesn't fucking care. No and, one fucking um, cares. The uh, head coach of the Flyers, John Tortorella, actually came out and said that he did nothing wrong. And just because you don't, just because you don't agree with his decision, doesn't mean he didn't he did anything wrong. And listen, I I honestly do think that the whole 
religious homosexuality divide there is fucking retarded. I think it's fucking stupid. But it's you're right. You're entitled to this. I'm entitled to disagree with you. You're entitled to believe whatever the fuck you want to believe. You can't make someone fucking go against their religion or against their beliefs because you want to slap a fucking rainbow on them during warm-ups so that 18 people can fucking see what's going on. Fucking ridiculous, Bill. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. I'm so happy they sold out of those jerseys. This is where you say yes. I know. Listen, I, you're, you're, I was responding to someone in the chat. But I did, I did. He muted I did, himself again. Did I did hit the mic. Yeah. I saw what I did. <laughs> I was going to say, when I, I saw moved, you when I moved the screen over to get my, uh, my, my uh, fan, pull fan duel up. I clicked mm -hmm. the corner and it clicks the mic thing off. Oh, okay. That's what it was. All right. Well, see what I'm doing now. Look at Howie Dewey with the fucking eight. Is that a, is that a backwards hat on there on top? Or what do you got going oh, on? Yeah. yeah. Look at I, you I with the Yankees. fucking 80s, the 80s the hair Yankees out the front hat. of got, the backwards got, cap. Look. I got Knicks. Got the Knicks fucking jumpsuit. Jump Look at Bro, this. Bro, you're right at us fucking Saved by the Bell. Look at you. I mean, you should be embarrassed to wear that Knicks shirt today after fucking Randall scores like six points. That's disgusting. You, you know what? Look, anytime you got a superstar, a good player that it comes to New York and he it, like he puts up five or six 30, 35 point games in a row and he comes out and scores six, dude, that's not that's New York City. That you know that dude was over at uh he was over at one, <laughs> he was out banging whores or something. I mean he had he had eighteen out of like twenty one games where he had a double double. Yeah. And last night he scored six fucking points, six or eight yeah. points. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's two words. It's called bad pussy. And that's what happened to him. <laughs> I'm telling you, it used to happen to Carmelo all the time. He Carmelo would just ball out for like three straight weeks, and then he would come out on like a Thursday night and shoot two for 28. He had no legs. That's, you know, that's four in the morning. You've had way too many whiskeys, and, and that stripper you thought was hot was actually 220 instead of 120. <laughs> that just takes, that takes it out of you. And the reality, Howie, I know you're making it funny, but that's real. No, These guys real. are complete shitbag fucking yeah. man whores. Sometimes when they have a game like that, they just went out and got fucked up the night before. Dude, I mean, certain guys, you look at John Wall's career. John Wall should have had an unbelievable career. He was a beast, athlete, could do it all. Dude, strippers and booze just killed that guy. Yep. Killed him. Yep. That guy, he's, he's the funny like, thing. He's like a five point a night guy now. Like his career just, he went from being one of the best players. Best prospects and best players in the NBA to a five point a night guy. Because he fucking parties too much. Yeah, it's called it's called it's called gin and juice and a hundred and ninety pound ass like every night. That just ninety pound ass. You got no legs. You have no legs. You can't uh -huh. forget about hitting a jump shot. You can't hit a free throw, man. I mean, you know. Dude, remember... it's it people don't get it, dude. People don't get it. I had a bunch of people I've known throughout the industry, some I won't name that used to fucking bang these athletes on the road and shit. And they would tell stories. I could give you stories about individual athletes about time. But the one I can share with you, Howie, Brackets, remember that game Clint Frazier for the Yankees made three errors in the outfield that day? Yep. Remember we were on the Discord? And I was literally texting with the girl, Howie, who was out with him at Tau, yeah. the nightclub in New York City, till three in the morning the night before. Like she said, she's like, oh my God, I was with him at Tau the night before. No, that never made the news. It never made ESPN. It never made anything. Well, Clint Frazier made three errors in one game and basically, you know, lost his spot on the Yankees because he was probably getting fucked up, blown out of his face, drinking Chris Dow in a VIP the night before. That's a fact. He was at Tau the night before. I know the girl that was with him. 
Tommy, the best the best game I ever had in college on a Friday night. I went out, had dropped like twenty four. Had an amazing night Friday night, best night I ever had. Went out, had a few drinks, had a few more drinks. Some girl came up to me, said, "You know, I enjoyed watching you play. We had a blast." I went home with her, woke up, didn't realize she was like two fifty, and <laughs> I mean, maybe an inch over five foot three, like oh. literally just, just just a bowling ball of fun. And we had a bowling ball of fun. We had a game at three thirty, uh-huh. and I showed up, and I could barely hit a layup in the two line layup. I knew I was fucked. I'm like, I got nothing. This is your flu I, game, like you know. My the flu arms game was hurt. Never- my shoulders hurt. Like it was like you know. I just went MMA. Sorry, honey. Uh, with a with a, <laughs> you know, just a power pack, just you know, powder puff chick for, you know, and that was back in the day. You could last more than three, three minutes. So, you know. <laughs> the uh, I mean, we talk about the Jordan game. Like the Jordan game wasn't a flu game. Everyone says he was out fucking drinking and hung over that night. You know, like this is real life. So uh, I think I love how people forget that athletes not only are human, they're more flawed humans than us. These are degenerate kids who grew up with no parents, slinging rock on a corner, and then got millions of dollars at twenty three. Oh. Imagine what would happen to us, and we're gonna expect them to be acting right. normal. Yeah. When I was younger, I was in Atlantic City. Was this I when you were doing up. a bowl of cocaine with Macho Man? Is this no, when you no. were 290? <laughs> yeah. I'm going down the escalator and fucking, um, what's his name? The quarterback of the Eagles. Donovan uh, McNabb? Donovan McNabb coming up the escalator. He's in Atlantic City the night before a playoff game. Yeah. I knew, I'm like, here's Don, there he is right there. But keep in mind, this was the 90s, probably, where there was no cell phones and no one reported and ratted out to reporters. Everything stayed under the fucking table back then, the good old days. But anyway, Howie, uh, how we living? How we doing? And what do you like tonight? Uh, You know, I mean, last night, things were rolling. UConn. UConn blows a 20-point lead last night. You know, and I'm not blaming it on the fact Danny Hurley was out. they, They just literally missed so many easy shots and... UConn's one of those teams where I think they will get their shit together. And if you're a coach, you want your team, if you start off 10, 13 and 0 or 14 and 0, you want your team to play shitty in mid to late January. That's where you want to have that week or two where you lose three or four games, guys aren't playing, and then you get your shit back together in February when it, when it counts. So I still like them. Um, but tonight, you know, you start off at six thirty, Tommy. You got the you got Maryland at home, and I hate Maryland. I don't like Maryland's coach. Uh, they're minus two and a half at home against Michigan. Michigan's terrible too. I mean, they got a bunch of young kids. They play no defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I actually like Maryland in this game. I said to myself, I'll never take Maryland again. They're minus two and a half. Uh, they actually won a game last time out. I, I think they win this game by four or five points. I like All Maryland. Right. Uh, I think we're going to be on the opposite side of one today. I just got a feeling. I got a, I got a weird feeling that we're going to be out on the opposite side of this game, which I'm about to give out. I am on Michigan State today, minus 130. I can't imagine you're not on Rutgers. Tommy, I looked at that game for an hour. An hour. <laughs> I went back and forth, back and forth. The, the two teams are identical. Yeah. The only thing I think, and I hate the game. I can't. I don't like either team. I mean, I like both teams. But not tonight. I mean, you got balls of picking a team. I think the only thing I think I think it's gonna be a low scoring game. So here so here's the here's the logic behind it, right? Like we got like a one twenty five total or whatever the fuck it is, right? This game can end forty nine forty five. 
Yeah. So one of the things I'm looking at here is you have Michigan uh, seven and two at home this year, obviously, but the Big Ten at home versus Big Ten, that's a that's a, literally a go-to for me. You're going to give me a Big Ten yeah. team at home minus one fifty or less. And by the way, it was minus one thirty-four, Evan. Uh, versus another Big Ten team, I take it every time. Me and you middled it the other day, um, that Penn State game. You had plus three and a half. I had the money line. I think they ended up losing by three. Uh, we, we hit the middle between the two of us. So I just, listen, I just, there's certain things that I've been doing for five years straight. Big Ten team at home, lines under minus yeah. 150. I just 100% blind tail it. It hits 85% over the last X amount of years. But I do think this Rutgers team is dangerous. This is a really yeah. good team. This is yes. definitely a team with a lot of hype coming in. I kind of like that Michigan State's coming off two losses. Uh, they lost to Illinois. They had a really brutal loss to Purdue. So I think this is kind of a, a must-win game here for Michigan State if they want to contend uh, for the top of the Big Ten here. So uh, I'm riding with the uh, the Spartans, minus 132. I'll do it. It's a, tough, it's a tough, tough game because these two teams, you're probably going to see the best guard play in the country tonight. Both teams – have great guards. That kid mm-hmm. from New Jersey on Rutgers, one of the best guards in the country. Mm-hmm. Right, so I went to school. That's that why. That kid is. Oh, is that's that why. school? That's why, because Bill went there. I went. That's why. That's why. So you're you're taking full Where's your credit for. Shitty? Where's your little shitty Villanova? Uh, usually in the Final Four. But where are they this year? Yeah, usually in the Final yeah, Four. Okay. Yeah, we lost our coach. Give us a couple of years to fucking get shit right. Well, they, we lost. They need some players too. Yeah. Man. So Bill's they, taking full credit for Cam Spencer and his 15 points again. Hey, Cam Spencer, man. Yeah. Bill, Bill's taking full credit. So Cam Spencer's good because Bill went to school there. That kid's yeah, amazing. Though. He's shooting like 50 percent from three, like 98 percent from the line. He's good. He needs yeah, to shoot he, more though. He's, that kid can ball, man. Why and does he shoot he, more though? He's he's got two other guards, and I like Rutgers. Rutgers is both teams are identical. Michigan State starts three guards. Rucker starts three guards. I mean, it's just and and, both and it's going to be an under game. Usually, when you see six guards on the court, you're thinking over. Yeah. But uh, this is still going to be a grinded out under game for sure. Rutgers is the one that defied the odds. Rutgers went into Purdue, probably the hardest place to play mm-hmm. in the country, and they beat them. I don't know how. Uh, yeah. They didn't make a turnover. They made every shot. They made all the free throws, and they beat Purdue. You know, with the seven foot six mutant. Um, Edie. Yeah, Edie. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a good game, good game to watch tonight. I, what else I, you like? Watch it. What else you on today? I like, uh, I'll tell you a game I like. Uh, uh, you got Middle Tennessee minus two and a half at Charlotte. I like Middle Tennessee. Um, that's a team that's improving. They got good players. Uh, Charlotte hasn't beaten anyone. Um, I like Middle Tennessee tonight. The other game I wanted to mention, and this I've looked at this game over and over. You want to talk about a trap game? Holy shit! You got Kennesaw State going to Stetson. Stetson's got probably the best team they've had in years. They don't lose at home. Kennesaw State is plus one going into Stetson. That's the smelliest game. That's and that's in a conference where you see a lot of shady shit. Uh, don't be surprised if Kennesaw State wins by ten because something's just weird with that. Let me just see it. I haven't checked this game yet. Let me see. Kennesaw State. I can't even spell Kennesaw. Plus one. They're playing what? Stetson? Um, at Stetson. Right. Makes uh, no sense. None. I would have thought Stetson would be minus five, minus yeah, six. Yeah, it does look a little weird, actually. So that's the game I'm watching. Yeah, um, I have no play on that one, but it does look weird. I have another play on North Florida in this one. Uh, Queens University. I don't know how. 
But Queen's University keeps coming up on my fucking list. It's like every day I got to play one way or the other. Uh, I like this North Florida spot here. I I've been great going against Queen's University. North Florida, 7-11 uh, team, but 6-0 and at home. So they're one of those teams, Howie, that's fucking undefeated at home and 1-11 on the road, right? Those are my favorite teams to bet because the lines get adjusted based on their overall record, but they're completely different teams. Uh, kind of like you see some of these SEC teams in Missouri and, you know, some of those teams that are like that where they're just a different team at home. So you mean North Florida here, uh, plus one and a half against Queens University. Uh, well, any others you got here, Howie? Sticking with that, you know, I like to look at what teams, uh, you know, I'll, I'll look at what teams are dominant at home, dominant on the road. UNC Wilmington is, is headed to Long Island today. They're playing Hofstra. UNC Wilmington, they've lost just about all their games. I think it's four or five. They have a good team. They lost all their games at home. They beat everyone on the road. It's the weirdest team. This is a team that loves to play on the road. Uh, they play great on the road. I don't know if it's because their backs are against the wall or what, but they play at Hofstra. They're plus three and a half points. I love them. I love UNC Wilmington playing at Hofstra today, plus three and a half. All right. I'll take that too. That's uh, road team. that. I like that too. I'm fine with that. And uh, the rest of the plays I'm going to give out on the site. Uh, been absolutely on a – I don't even know if we call it a heater anymore. It's just pretty much been all year. Up like 100 units since December 15th. But uh, scorching right now. Absolutely scorching hot. I actually made it through Mercury retrograde with my head above water, Bill. That's when you know it's a good year. So uh, we are out of the woods, out of the retrograde woods, and just pissing excellence right now. So uh, get over to 4deepbets.com. Use promo code VIP20. Buy the monthly package, guys. It'll get you all the way through the Super Bowl for every single sport we got. Uh, all the tennis, hockey, football, baseball, basketball, MMA, soccer, you name it, we got it. Uh, Howie Dewey, anything else? Uh, did you want to give a quick take on the Giants or you want to save it for tomorrow? Listen, I'm all in on the Giants. I, I, I'm sure they'll get blown out. I don't think so. If I put five bucks on them, they will. Uh, <laughs> but... No, no, I mean, yeah, fucking, I'm a Jeff fan, but I'm a newer. I, I hope the Giants beat the It's shot. a hard team to root against. It's a hard it, team to root against. It is, man. And, you know, I mean, that, that quarterback will, you know, halfway through the season, I'm like, they got to get rid of this guy. He looks like a fucking MVP <clears throat> right now. Yeah. I mean, listen, so, it's 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 hard to root against, especially for people like me and you who bet a lot on college sports where there's, like, more retardation than a fucking, you know, yeah. the Special Olympics. It's It's very difficult to root against good coaching. You know, me and you more than anyone appreciate good coaching. And that's what the Giants have. They got great coaching right now. They're Dude, just they phenomenal. Got, the guy went to uh, University of Rochester. I think when I, I think we used to play them. But, I mean, that, he's a smart dude. Yeah, so smart they're coach. in a good spot. All right, how we doing? We'll see you tomorrow. Come back right, on. Guys. We'll uh, run through some more bets after we crush these tonight. Catch you later. Later, bro. All right, silly Billy, you're up. NBA. Oh, let's see. We got... Uh, game starting in a few minutes. What? Three o'clock. What? What? Yep. What? Um, so I have a parlay in that game. Vucevic double-double in that game. Parlayed with uh, James Harden, eight-plus assists, and Ben Simmons, six-and-a-half assists, plus 128. Um, I've been killing these parlays, the um, lower, the lower, uh, lowering them down, alting the lines down. And uh, hit another one yesterday. So Vucevic double double, Harden eight assists, Simmons six and a half assists or seven assists plus one twenty eight. I love that. Um, then tonight, Clay Thompson first basket uh, in that game plus six hundred. You could do his first team basket too if you want. 
And then uh, for the late game, uh, I'll give you another one. Uh, Jeremy Grant and Joel Embiid. Jeremy Grant and Embiid both keep they're playing each other. They both, oh, they're playing both, each other. Both one of them is definitely half. getting it. Yeah, so Grant is plus 550, Embiid plus 330. Both for both, great for both of them. Uh, bet there, team baskets too, just in case the one, then you can win both like we did before. Love that. So those are the three in the NBA for right now. All right. Uh, we'll get to tennis in a second. Let me first move over to Don't the NHL. That, that game starts in, at 3 o'clock, guys. So. Uh, I'm going to get that in now. Which game is that? That's the Jeremy Grant game? No, no, that's tonight. Vucevic double-double with the parlay. That's tonight. Right, I understand the first basket. All right. So uh, going over to the ice, uh, been on fire on the ice. Uh, yesterday, let's see, right now I am 28 and 20 plus uh, 25 units since mid-December. In hockey right now, hit the Senators minus 105 last night. Stole the Sharks plus 140. Finally had a – two things happened yesterday, Bill, in hockey. This is how you know we're at a retrograde. Two things happened that happened against me all the time in hockey. I won an overtime hockey game for the first time all year. I'm 1-8 in, in overtime hockey games. I checked my spreadsheet. So I won an overtime game with the Senators, and I had a team go down 3-0 and come back like the Canucks and all those teams usually do to me, going up 3-0 and then losing – so the Sharks were down 3-0, came back and won the game. So uh, tonight, these hockey plays, I usually don't they, they usually don't come out until a little bit later when I see like some of the line movements and stuff. But there is one thing I like tonight. Uh, I do like my Yotes. Uh, Bill knows I love my Coyotes at home. So Coyotes are plus 180 at home. I'm trying to look at a see what the plus two is here. Let me see spreads. Uh, they don't have it available. So the plus one and a half right now is minus 140 for the Arizona Coyotes. I'm going to do that. Uh, give me the Arizona Coyotes. If you got a plus one, you could do that for probably even money or maybe even plus money. But give me the Arizona Coyotes plus one and a half minus 140. And then not going to make it an official play, but give it a little sprinkle uh, on the money line there. I know that seems like a weird game to bet, taking the Coyotes here against uh, Washington. Probably looking like you're crazy. But one of the things about the Coyotes, people aren't realizing they're actually decent at home. There's a team that's six and 19, Bill, on the road. They're eight and six at home. Coyotes play tough at home, and they've been playing a lot better over the last few weeks, too. So uh, give me the oats. Give me the oats. Uh, going here, getting the plus 180 and plus 145. Uh, Rackets. Oh, Bill. I got one. Uh, I am going to go with the Bruins tonight, 7 o'clock at the, at the Rangers. Uh, anytime you give me the Bruins, minus 113, uh, I'm going to take it. I had the Bruins. Uh -huh. Partly yesterday they killed four to one. Um, minus one thirteen is crazy for the Bruins. I don't care if they're on a back to back or what's happening. They're too good. They're good on the road. Uh, the Rangers don't have the best home record. Also, uh, Bruins are good on the road. I like this tonight, and uh, this is just simply the line minus one thirteen for the I like Bruins. That. You can't pass up one thirteen, even if it loses one thirteen. I mean, yeah, it, it looks a little trappy. It looks a little trappy, but at the same token, they have, I, I don't care. I'll take it. The, they started I, as a dog, Bill. They started yeah. plus 105, so at least it's getting pushed. Yeah. You know, if that line started was going the opposite way, I'd be worried. But at least yeah, they started no, as a dog. I'm, they're getting pushed up. One, I'm taking the 113. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's a little trappy, but like you're saying, there's certain teams that break the algorithms, right? Like we were, I was doing it with TCU all year. Kansas State, we're doing it in college basketball right now. There's certain teams – that are just breaking the algorithm. The Bruins are too good for the algos to even adjust to. They're literally just that fucking good yeah. right now. So I have no problem with that. Um, thank you to Lojack in the chat. Said this content and team is straight fire. Love you guys. Uh, I agree. 
and excellent. He's, he's got great taste, that Lojack. That's a $5 tip from Lojack, Bill. You get none of it. Nice. Yeah, Thank you. We're giving you none Can of I it. have it? Yeah, yeah, we'll give it to you. We'll give it to you. Let's go. I think you just wrote another message saying, accept Bill Rob. But uh, <laughs> speaking of hot content, Rackets, talk to me about some Australian Open today. What are we looking uh, at uh, on, the, the, on the courts? I got a couple plays for you guys today. Um, there's, I haven't really researched a whole lot. I've been up for a grand total of about an hour now. Um, but I'm on uh, Francis Tiafo tonight, 3 a.m. against Karen Kachanov. Uh, Tiafo's minus 110 right now. Um, he the head-to-head history isn't great with him. I think he's lost. I think he's 0-2 against him, but he's just playing out of his mind right now. So I like Tiafo. And tonight. you know what? I like that too. I'm on the same thing here, Rackets. I think the big thing that people are underestimating. You saw it in the Fritz match with uh, who was it? Potrin or whatever the fuck his name was. Potrin. Yeah. Um, you know who's from Australia? Obviously, that's why. But this crowd is raucous. This is one of the most raucous Australian Open crowds I've ever seen. It actually, you felt bad for Fritz at points in that match because they're intentionally yelling as he's going to serve and shit. They can't control the crowd. So when they you were get doing the shit to Joker last night too, he was yeah, so, yeah. That's what they're getting. <laughs> like this crowd is raucous and they have no control of it. So someone like a Tiafo, someone like a Kyrgios, someone like these guys that feed off energy that you know yep. the energy players like a, like a Tiafo. This could be huge. They're going to be fan favorite. I love that play. I, I like it. I think that line's way short. He's playing really well, too. And like I said, yeah, this line should be minus 140, minus 150. Um, pretty much a pick em. He's the better player right now anyway, so just to get that as a pick em, I like that. And then uh, on the women's side, we're going with uh, Victoria Azarenka tonight against Madison Keys. She's 3-0 and in her career against Keys. It's just it's not a good matchup for Keys. Azarenka's a good counterpuncher. Keys' big thing is her serve. If she's not landing her serve, if she's not getting easy points on her serve, she doesn't play well. So she gets frustrated. Um, Azarenka is the perfect counterpuncher to keep her frustrated. And it probably does go three sets. Keys probably takes a set, but uh, I, I, I see Azarenka moving on. I'm going to actually uh, – I like Shapovalov today. I was looking it up a little bit early rackets. What do you think uh, going against Herkic? Uh, Shapovalov just seems to always fucking get deep into these fucking majors, you know? Like, I think he, he actually – didn't he make it to the finals in this exact tournament a couple years ago? Uh, I think it was the semis, but um, – Made it deep, though. It was Yeah, really... it's going to be – that matchup right there is going to be – out of the five sets, there's probably going to be three tiebreakers there. Um, I think I it goes the distance. Shapovalov's one... another kind of energy player, though. I kind of like him. I, yep. I think he's got the energy. Hercotch is slow and steady. He's gonna he's gonna ace you to death. He's gonna play mm. strong on his serve. He's not gonna give up his serve. Um, it's gonna be like an Isner match, but Hercotch has got way more talent than Isner, and which is why he's top ten in the world. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna go here, Evan. Uh, Shapovalov minus 108. Uh, throw that in there, and then we'll have a lot more plays later. Uh, a couple big names playing at 7, 8.30. We got FAA playing. We got Sissy Poss playing. Uh, Mackenzie McDonald. Curious to see what happens there after fucking I got, looking, uh, looking I got tennis, Bill. Oh, Bill Rupp coming in with some tennis Yo, also. Bill's, Bill's targeting you, Mackie McDonald. Yoshishito Nishikori. Yoshishito Nishikori. Minus 172. If you want to put him in a parlay, go ahead. If you want to take him straight, go ahead. I like him a lot today. Um... It's Nishioka, uh, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> he calls Nishikora now. Nishikora. Nishikora. Just adds multiple letters. He just adds shit. Ben, it's funny. Ben Shelton brought it home yesterday. And uh, Zverev fucked up my Sabalenka, Georgie, Dimitriov parlay. So fuck you, Zverev. All right. Zverev, if you're listening, uh, Bill Rupp is not a fan right now. 
by the way, also, uh, congratulations to Fritz. Even though he lost, uh, his girlfriend is not ugly, brackets, at all. No, she is not. She is not ugly. Neither is Tommy Paul's girlfriend. Yes, you should look Who up will... the girlfriends of Tommy Paul and, uh, and we Fritz. We will see her again. Yes. I wish Fritz won so we could see his girl again, too. Yeah. Uh, these tennis players slay some fucking puss. I mean, if you're That's talking... That's I went wrong in life, man. I should have just... Rich, rich country club white kid athletes slay more pussy. NASCAR drivers, golfers, and tennis players, literally it's just 11s across the board. It's just, you look at Steph Curry and these guys, LeBron, their fucking wives are pigs. You know, you look at fucking, you know, uh, <laughs> these fucking no-name NASCAR drivers, golfers, and tennis players, and they're fucking banging That's 11s. Because the basketball guys live in, you know, in, in the fucking ghettos and shit like that. They're banging their fucking middle school and high school girl who just wants to get pregnant so she can lock them into the fucking They got 19 kids with them, yeah. Yeah, it's Steph Curry. I think it's more that the fucking... Listen, I think it's more the philosophy of the NBA players and, uh, you know, the NFL players and, and guys like that. A lot of the black athletes are smart because you're traveling a lot more. So you'd rather marry a six who's going to never leave you if you're cheating on her in fucking Texas and Miami. You know, rather than some hot, insecure bitch. You know, I think there's some logic to it. They all cheat in Hollywood. Yeah, no, but I th a six is going to let you cheat more than a ten. It just came out on TMZ today that uh, Mr. Feeney was like a swinger. Mr. Feeney had like, he was like the biggest fucking stud in fucking Hollywood, <laughs> supposedly. He's married to that actress. He was on the show with her. She was a... Uh, she played uh, the mom. Mr. Feeney. He was. I didn't know he was married to the mom in um in uh with the the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie with the Danny DeVito. What is uh -huh. What's it? What's the name of that? Um. Oh, I didn't hear what you said. Twins. Twins. Yeah. Twins. He was the mother in that movie. Was his wife. She's been in a lot of movies. And uh, in the they've been married for like sixty something years. And she said, yeah, they, they, they had an open marriage the whole time, Sweeney. They're all, they're all fucking gay. They're all swingers. Mr. They're Feeney all was probably banging Topanga and shit. Mr. Feeney <laughs> got very close to Corey in that show. I don't know. He may have been fucking, uh, he may have been popping the Corey Topanga fucking oh, running a train. Go Feeney. I always yeah. knew Feeney was a pimp. I think that whole cast was running a train on Topanga like that fucking female police officer. Just oh, got and and it makes sense because Feeney was the head of SAG. Mm -hmm. He was the Screen Actors Guild. He was the president was he? for like 30 years. Oh, then he's got to be a, a sexual yeah, deviant. he was yeah. banging everyone. Oh, what was he teaching? Fucking sixth Snuffy grade? Snuffy Al, Leo, Little Mo with the gimpy leg. Cheeks, little, Mo. Bob, <laughs> little Mo. Little Mo. Pulling out Little Mo. All right, yeah. let's go. All right, so we did NHL. We did NBA. We did college basketball. We did tennis. Well, how many more sports could we know? All of them. Let's go to NFL. Uh, so this weekend, I think we have uh, – I mentioned earlier that I uh, I do like the Giants, which may surprise some people. Those in our Discord probably know I hate Philly. Uh, not Philly, the town. I'm a Flyers fan. I went to Villanova. I just hate Jalen Hurts and the Eagles and their fans and how cocky they are. And fuck you, Healy, with your fucking Philly hype. Giants are going to go in there and beat the Philadelphia Eagles this week. I think this is a decent spot. I don't think Jalen Hurts is even healthy. There's reports coming out that he doesn't look 100% in practice. I think fucking Wink Martindale, Bill, is going to have something for that ass because I said Philly's going to struggle in the playoffs, 
And this is the perfect matchup for me to be proven right or wrong. I will be proven right or wrong on Jalen Hurts probably this weekend. As I said, they're two-dimensional. If you could stop Jalen from running and stop uh, A.J. Brown, you destroy them. And Wink Martindale is smart enough to do that. I'm going to let Devontae Smith run all over the field and catch 14 passes for 150 yards. I don't give a shit. Don't let Brown beat you deep, and don't let fucking Jalen Hurts run, and you will beat this team, Bill. And Wink Martindale, I think, is smart enough to do it. Well, I don't know how much Jalen Hurts is going to actually be running anyway. That's what I'm saying. He's coming off that injury, uh, the game that he played week 18 against them. I mean, I know that they it was meaningless. Like they just needed to win. He, I think he only had like 18 yards rushing also. Um, and that was a game that they needed to win to get the number one seed. I don't think he's going to be running um, because I don't think he takes one hit. And you know the Giants, they like to fucking hit you. They'll cheap shot. Well, they're fucking, they'll yeah. be doing fucking, uh, they'll be doing snow angels next to you. Snow angels right next to his dead carcass. Yeah. So, yeah <laughs> uh, I love it. I, I, I don't think he's going to be doing much running, so he's going to have to beat them with his arm. And we just saw them, the Giants take out Justin Jefferson. So let's see. Yeah, I like it. Rackets, what do you think on this one? You're pretty non-biased on this. I don't think you have a strong emotional tie to either team here, right? What do you think about this Eagles-Giants game? Um, I'm, I like the Giants this week. Uh, anytime you can run the ball and play some good defense, um, you got a chance at the playoffs. So Barkley looked awesome last week. I think, they, mm-hmm. I think they're going to pound Barkley, and I think – the, the Eagles run defense has been good over the last month, but there's still some history. It was, there it was that, vulnerable that, all year. Yeah. All year. Yeah. I got to go get my kid. I will give the rest of my NFL tomorrow. Um, I don't even have any bets for NFL. No, that's fine. Yet, so. Go. We're not giving real, too so, many bets right now. We're just going to um, touch. I'll on see it. you guys tomorrow. All right. Later. All right. Uh, Bill, I like the Bengals here, not just because I'm obsessed with the Bengals, but I actually think this is a phenomenal fucking matchup. And I think the Bengals are getting absolutely fucked. I may lead the show with a little rant on this tomorrow, even though we spoke about it before. This game should be being played in Cincinnati. I've said this before. I've said it on here multiple times. They were up 7-3 with the ball going in before DeMar dropped. That could have been a 14-3 game. Bengals win, Bengals play at home. But it doesn't matter because Joe Burrow doesn't give a fuck where he's playing. He's a god. He's a superhero. Burrow got his ba- – there. the Bengals got their kind of – shitty kind of sleepwalk game out last week you're gonna have one of those during the playoffs they still pulled it off they still got it done and i think this is a great matchup bill because the weakness on the Bengals right now is their offensive line right they're missing two or three offensive linemen they have two that are definitely out a third is probably going to be out so we're missing three offensive linemen you got mixon who isn't a great pass blocker but this is a great matchup bill because the bill's number one weakness is they can't get to the quarterback they can't get to the passer at all so if there's any team you want to play right now where your only deficiency is your offensive line, it's a team that can't rush the quarterback. If the, if the Bengals are playing the Eagles or the Giants or one of these teams that get after it, I'd be scared shitless. I was more worried about the Ravens last week because they get after it. I think it's a great matchup for the Bengals. I think the Bengals win this game, Bill. Uh, I like all the dogs in a teaser. We spoke about it on Rubbing Rackets. I'm going to do a 10-point teaser with all four of them uh, to get around plus money, around even. Um, I mean, I don't think anybody kills anyone this weekend. You were saying Kansas City. Kansas City could go up 21 nothing or 21-whatever. Um, we saw last week Jacksonville's not going to give up, even if they're down 28 nothing. So Kansas City, they could go up by a whole bunch. And we see Kansas City only play in halves. Uh, they yeah, play a good I can one see that. Half, 
So I don't think that they're going to win by 20-something points or whatever anyway. So you're getting that 8.5 plus 10. That's 18.5 points, man. I, I can't see anybody – I can't see them losing by that. They don't – They even if they're getting killed by 21 or even 28, they'll score. They'll keep coming. And uh, Bengals getting 15.5. The Cowboys getting 13.5. We saw the Cowboys play the 49ers, and they ran out of time on that one clock. So I, I I don't know I I like all the dogs in a parlay. I'm 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 with I don't hate so I'm with you here. Let me give out my favorite play of the entire weekend. Uh, if you're making one bet this weekend, this is the bet to make. So I have it, Bill. We're pretty similar. Um, I did alt lines and money lines on these. So I have Chiefs money line. You got this, E. So Chiefs money line, Niners money line. Bengals alt plus 14 and a half. Giants alt plus 14 and a half. So I got the Chiefs and the Niners to just win. And then I got the Bengals and the Giants getting two touchdowns. And I'm pulling back plus 221 on that. That is going to be my back the truck up uh, play of the weekend. I'm just going to pile in a bunch of money. Want a shit total of money. Shit ton of money last night. Going to just lock a bunch of that into this teaser and just let it ride throughout the weekend. But I don't hate, Bill, what you just said, right? The Jacksonville getting 18 and a half. I mean, you're getting fucking three touchdowns almost in a playoff game. That's a lot, right? Especially for a team like Chiefs is a little overrated. The thing that would concern me is the Cowboys. Um, I like getting the, the the huge points with the Cowboys there, but I could see if this gets sideways early, I could see the Niners playing downhill and winning this game 35 to 12, 35, 13. Oh, this, we saw this game last year. When they, when they played, uh, Dallas just ran out of time. I just they, don't trust this, t- this Cowboys team, man. They had the chance to win the game at the 20, and he couldn't. He had no time left. They mismanaged the clock. Um, no way. I don't think San Francisco is as good as you guys think. Um, I think Dallas is a lot better than you guys are giving them credit for. They did win 12 games this year in one of the be- in the best division in football. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Congratulations say- to Cooper Rush, who won four or five of them. It, I mean, it doesn't really matter who won what. Mm, it does. I mean, the Eagles won games without Hurts. Actually, you know what? They did. Not really, actually. They didn't. Your guy, your, your guy was supposed to. Yeah, right? they didn't. Because sucks. Yeah. That's why he's a backup and not a starter. Yeah, they didn't. But uh, I, I think you're in it. I mean, dude, you really think there's a chance the Jaguars beat the Chiefs? Like, yes. No one are beating the Chiefs. They should have lost by 30 last week. It doesn't the Chargers matter. just gave that game away. That it game should have been matter. a blowout. I, I don't really care. I'm getting 18 and a half. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm just talking through it for the listeners. Like, do you think there's a better chance of the Chiefs losing or the Chiefs winning by 20? Do you think there's a better chance of them losing than winning by 20? I don't think either of them happen. I don't think they lose, and I don't think they lose by 20. I mean, you're probably right. That's why I'm just, I'm just talking why I'm going with the money line. Jacksonville's not going We to should win. middle it. It should be like a 13-point Chiefs victory or 8-point Chiefs. Like, I could see that happening. Jacksonville's not going to give up. We saw it last week. I got gotcha. you. Evan, what's your take on uh, on these? Which parlay do you like better? Because me and Bill are both on uh, getting the Bengals. They're expecting Jacksonville to put up a ton of points. Look at the total. It's 52. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'll tell you. Put up, if Jacksonville can put up at least seventeen, there's no way they lose by eighteen. There's no way. Yeah. Chiefs, Niners, Bills, Eagles. Wow, you're going all favorites, huh? I mean, right I, down I, the board, all the I favorites. Don't see the Giants the same. Page plus two twenty six. There's they, no way. Page plus two twenty six. What uh, if you do if you do Chiefs, Niners, Bills, Eagles in a parlay money lines? That's plus two twenty six. 
I don't think there's no way every favorite wins this week. I I mean, the Cowboys could win. I I don't I don't know. I'll I'll probably I could probably take them plus money, but Chiefs win easily in my opinion. And I just I can't I can't see the Giants beating the Eagles. I I couldn't I couldn't have a while ago. Uh, The way this team's playing though right now, it looks like that. I mean. I think this is one of those scenarios where the Giants come out, play a great game, tough game, either lose close or win, and then get get skull fucked next week. What? Giants could have beat the Eagles week 18 with no starters. Yeah, and then get skull fucked next week. Also, the NFL scriptwriters, they need the Bills to win for DeMar Hamlin to come back and play in the Super Bowl. (laughs) For my my script, he needs to play, but we need a video before the game. Uh, I I don't know. I'm – yeah, so give me, give me the just, just cover the fourteen Bengals, but Bengals win this game. Bengals are gonna win this game. Joe Burrow's the future. He's gonna buck the cabal. Um, not gonna get into props or anything right now. We'll get into that on tomorrow's show. Uh, do want to give you a future though here. Uh, I put it out for the subscribers. Bengals to defeat the Niners in the Super Bowl plus twenty four hundred. Bengals to defeat the Niners in the Super Bowl plus twenty four hundred. Uh, also, I want to give out two other futures for college basketball. We give out Kansas State. This Kansas State team's legit, guys. Uh, Tang is a monster, this coach of Kansas State. But uh, not to mention, Bill, he's half Chinese, half black, half Indian. So his his mom is like Chinese and black. His dad is Indian. He was born in like Trinidad, and he, he lives in Texas. I mean, you got fucking... This guy is like the cabal poster child. You got India, China, black, white, Texas, Bible Belt. You got it all right there in one guy. So uh, Jerome Tang is fucking awesome. Just an incredible coach. So I like Kansas State here, man. We got them plus 7,500 before the Kansas State. They're down to plus 5,000. I still like Kansas State plus 5,000 a lot. I think they're the fourth best team in the country. Um, And they're like the 20th on the odds list. They won't be for long. And uh, I also like Kansas State to win the Big 12, plus 750. So uh, a couple couple long-shot flyers there. You got any futures that you like here, Bill, for the NFL or anything? Nope. All right. So uh, let's shut this mother down. Anything else here, E, before we get out of here? Nothing. Nothing? Bill Rupp, anything else? Nope. All right. Final words, Evan. Uh, make sure you like the video and go uh, listen to us on podcasting outlets. Yes. Go. Uh, just go subscribe. Go uh Every podcast outlet this show is, and we're going to be messing up with the messing up, mixing up the format uh, coming soon. Uh, we'll tell you about that with some of the big changes we got coming up over the next month. Bill Rupp, uh, final words. Um, collect on Monday, and we'll see you tomorrow. All right, cool. And uh, yes, Kansas State is my TCU, my TCU for college football, which I was on all year. Kansas State is that for uh, for college basketball. And Bill's on Rutgers. Go Michigan State. For Evan Hand, Joey Rackets, How We Dewey, and Bill Rupp, I am Tommy G. Get over to 4DBets.com, promo code VIP20. Get here for the month. Let's fuck. We're going to kill it. Good luck. Stay cashing, motherfuckers. Let's go!